Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Balance of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code USA. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks, Todd Cunin, and our illustrious uh, three-time Emmy-nominated uh Cal Hunter, and we appreciate Cal being here, our wonderful producer. Uh, today is the 5th of March, 2022. It is a beautiful West Coast day. Uh, call us at 855-LAW-RADIO if you want to call in. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Seek counsel. Go to our website, radiolawtalk.com, and you can read the disclaimers. They're really exciting. This is by far the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. So if you want to get a lot out of this show and you think that this is going to be the, the, the just the greatest thing that ever happened, well, you know, just lower your expectations so you're happy at the end of the show. We're here for three hours, remember. But let me tell you what's going to happen today. We have probably the biggest breaking legal news in a long time uh, that has occurred on Radio Law Talk. And now yeah. it's time for Radio Law yeah. Talk News. Yes, that's exactly. But we're going to keep it, though. I don't want to tell them, Cal, because I want okay. a, a teaser, right? That's yeah. what they lear- you learn in radio to give them a teaser. And we're going to talk about something that's critical that has uh, could cause major issues in jailhouses and courtrooms uh, nationwide. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Scott Peterson, juror, is cross-examined. That's the individual, Scott Peterson, California, that uh, was convicted of killing his wife and his unborn child. Elizabeth Holmes' latest, that's interesting. Meghan Markle's sister is filing a lawsuit. And then we got Kim Kardashian's divorce. We're going to... Look, we've been talking about this for a long time, but Denise is going to touch on the latest on that. And then Trevor Bear. Files a lawsuit. That's the baseball player, right, Tom? Trevor Bauer, yes. Bauer, yep, yep. We're going to talk about him. So that's the uh, most important thing that uh, we're going to talk about other than uh, the case or no case we'll have. But look, you know, I know we've got big news coming, but I want to tell you something really interesting. And I know as family here, we're all family, every single one of us, I want to make sure everybody understands this. And this is what's important is – my life is easier sometimes uh, when I fly in my plane. And I know it sounds really <laughs> cocky and arrogant, but I've got to tell you a story. And, and sometimes people just don't. I've got to tell you the story. 
So Denise and I and Todd were in the West Coast, and we travel all over California. Denise does more, and uh, Denise and I do more than Todd. Todd's pretty homebody-ish. <laughs> well, he has cats, you know. Yeah, cats. So. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. cat singular. Oh, oh what happened to the other oh, one? We, oh, we passed. Yes, I had a. Uh, we didn't have a funeral or anything. Well, the the cat just passed away this last week between oh. last show and this show. Oh, so sorry. We're, we're, we're oh. down. We're down to one. How old was the? Cat? Oh, he was twelve, thirteen years. Oh, old. Oh yeah. That's yeah. So no catastrophe puns or anything. No it was catastrophe. Just a sad moment. That's right. That's right. He the the, the ninth of his nine lives. Oh, uh, that's sad. But that's cool. He's that's in cool Kitty Heaven he, he all as well. well. He lived. He lived a, a charmful life. But Denise, you know this. So what happens? You know, we we we're all over the place. We're Southern California, Bay Area, Northern California. If you travel from Northern California, Sacramento, Tahoe, you know, Sacramento area and you go down to the Bay Area, let's say the East Bay, Silicon Valley. I have an office down in Silicon That's Valley. That's actually where I was this last week. And and when you come back to north up near Sacramento general area on a Friday or or if you leave on at four o'clock, five o'clock, Denise, how long? Four, four hours. Four hours. Four hour drive. And yeah, drive, you got to get out of there before noon on a Friday. And, and you can't. And it's just you can't. So I had business down there, and there's just no way I could do that. And the drive down's about three hours. So we're talking seven hours in the car. So guess what I did? You flew. I took the plane. I, <laughs> those of you who don't know, I have my own plane. I wish I would have <clears> known <throat> that. I could have hitched a ride. I know. And so I flew to. I just said, I've got to go. I just can't. I can't spend seven hours on the road and the stress, and I flew down into San Jose Airport, and I flew back, and the flight from San Jose back to, there's a, there's a small FBO. No. Not even 40 minutes? 19 minutes. Are you kidding? 19-minute oh. flight. For the time we taxied, the time we landed, 19 minutes. Oh, my gosh. But we were, we were humming pretty fast. Don't get me wrong. I mean, ours is... Uh, when did you go? It was Thursday. I was there Thursday. Oh, I left Wednesday night. Yeah. Came back Friday. See, but but I'm just telling you, those of you who rip on people who fly, there's a reason. It's about time. And man, was I able to get all my work done, and I came back stress free. Was able to relax, have dinner, and and, and have a nice uh, evening. And I slept well. I wasn't sitting in the car the whole time. So there you go. One up for people who fly uh, planes. I don't care if you got a single engine prop Cessna. Or a, or a fast jet, um, it is worth it to me if you are a business person to fly uh, as much as possible. Well, Todd got on his electric hoverboard and saved himself a little walking time. <laughs> <laughs> I no, have I, my magic carpet. No, I, I do, I do know what that minutes. I do know what that commute is like because back when I was uh, doing the acting heavily, yes. I was in San Francisco uh, two, three times a week auditioning. For oh things, gosh. you drive down, and I hated it when I. I mean, I love the opportunity, but when I got an audition that was say scheduled for one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon on oh. a Friday, oh, you're dead. and and so if it's two o'clock, you're out of there by two thirty. I wouldn't get back to. Ju- I live just east of Sacramento. Uh, I wouldn't get back until almost eight nine o'clock at night. Wow! Do you track. think it's our terrible. listeners are caring about this right now? I don't know. That. Nope. There's a guy in Burley, Idaho. First world problems, remember? That's what we're talking about. There's a listener in Burley, Idaho right now who said, you know, when I drive to Oakley, that's 20 miles, and that takes me sometimes 22 (laughs) minutes. Got to stop for the sheep and the cows. (laughs) 
Cal, look, can we just set up our case or no case, then go to commercial break after that? Do we have time? What do well, you think? I will say this, that our case or no case here yeah, is, a, uh, is a representation uh-huh. of someone who decided to break one of the ten commandments. Okay, let's not. Oh, so, one yeah. of the That's ten commandments. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, you'll like it. It's good so stuff, I, yeah. I, those of you who don't know what's going on, uh, we have a uh, case or no case, which is Cal's going to give us a, a little information about uh, a certain case. And once we hear what the case is, we have to decide whether or not that case is true or false because Cal will try to trick us and then what the outcome is. And sometimes Cal will say, all right, if it is a case and uh, what's the amount of damages that were was received? Last week there was a huge amount of damages. What was that one? That case? was the jail settlement. So, and, $7 million. And, Yeah, where the guy got $7 million, and, and the highest number we got was from Fred, who I thought would have no, guessed I like, or was like, like 15. I said and, 20. And you said 20. <laughs> so that was about a yeah. person who sued the jail yeah. because he fell down or they weren't able to get him to the doctor in time? He was no, because they didn't believe that he was really – um, was really having a, a medical emergency, and, and he because he and, he was the oh, sorry, but cause, and, because he and always he hurt did his what? neck. Remember, but didn't he always he do was that? A, he was yeah. a suicidal yeah. guy, always yeah. acting out, you know, always trying to do suicidal stuff. And this time, he really did hurt himself, and so now he requires twenty-four uh, hour care. So his family was reimbursed by the county seven million bucks, seven million dollars. And you know, it's like. Are we meet? Are, are we going to go visit Georgie again? Well, we got a seven million. We better go see hi to him. You, know? <laughs> you ever heard the quote from Helen Keller that says, "I cried because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet." Well, I'm thinking of Fred right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I cried because it took a half hour to get from San Jose to Sacramento. Half and then, hour, and nineteen then, and minutes. Then, and then I met a man who had no plane. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's first, first world, world adaptations. I know what's of first Helen world Keller. problems, but you know what? Uh, our listeners, when they get to know us personally, I'm telling you, I've just it's it's like I've been born again. 19 minutes instead of four hours I'm in the Bay a, Area I, traffic. I'm dabbing a tear out of the corner I know of my you eye. Are. <laughs> I'm just I'm just as happy as a clap, and I know everybody hates me. No, when we come we're back, we're gonna t- we're gonna do a case or no taste case. Talk about Scott Peterson and Man Alive. We have some major, major breaking news that will change the lives of maybe the courtrooms and the jailhouses. We'll be back after this. Yeah, maybe every listener's life will be changed by this story. It's possible. Well, it's not likely, but it's possible. So stay tuned as Radio Lot Talk continues here on many local radio stations whom we deeply appreciate. And when the show disappears from there, sometimes partial carry, then you can go over to RadioLawTalk.com and stream it live free. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your 
your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him, like, a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Oh, that's stone. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. All right, Cal, hit it. Go for it. Let's do it. Let's do this. So you're suggesting that I get ready and do this right here. Here yeah, we go. Now it. it's time to play Case or No Case. All right. Yeah. 
The Ten Commandments is more than a code on how you should live your life that reflects the Judeo-Christian ethic, uh, instructions from deity, if you will. It was a very famous high-budget movie in the 1950s starring Charlton Heston, former face of the National Rifle Association, and from that movie came some rather famous props. And, you know, there are a lot of people who like to go out and buy and resell movie props, among them a certain collector by the name of Albert Tapper. Tapper bid on and won two lots of memorabilia at a movie auction. But he played a little game and only agreed to pay for one. He had an ulterior motive, which I'll explain. The one that he won was a letter from Clark Gable, an early letter handwritten to his dad in 1953. That was 8000 bucks plus the buyer's premium. Tapper also bid on a more expensive lot, lot 422, Charlton Heston's Moses's Ten Commandments prop. From the movie. You know the tablets he's holding there? Right? Oh, the tablets. Yeah, the tablets right there. Tepper is alleged to have bought the less expensive item while keeping the major item for which they were the successful bidder from being sold to anyone else. He had a little game he was playing. So now, by the way, this is now banned in major auction houses in Hollywood. And in fact, it is called the Tepper Maneuver. The auction house said the Tepper Maneuver was fraudulent and they wanted their sixty grand and their commission, the buyer's premium. Because he registered as a, as a bidder, he signed the agreement. And this was back in the day, 60s, you know, when it was assumed that everybody had credit and they were honest. Can't really assume that these days. So at any rate, the auction house said, Mr. Tepper, thou shalt not steal. We want our money. You can keep the tablets, but you can't steal from us. We want the money. And Tepper said, well, no, because you sold them to me under fraudulent means. I will explain you what that is going forward if you'd like. But at any rate... The uh, auction house went to their lawyer and said, case or no case? And by the way, here's a clue. Six sets of the tablets were made for the film. And other sets were made and placed in movie theaters, in the big movie theaters across the country in big cities. So the one that was uh, the best one was actually made out of red granite and it was given to the director, Cecil B. DeMille. So the question is, case or no case? And Denise, I think we'll go with you first, if you don't mind. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? He gets the one item, he pays for the one, and he holds the payment yeah. on the on the tablets. Okay. He holds he withholds the payment because they were probably marketed to him as being movie props when in fact part of them, at least four of them, were not actual movie props, but they were props that were in theaters and were not used at all in the movie. And so you're saying what? So it's saying that he's claiming that they, it was fraudulent. And um, that he didn't have, he could, he only had to pay for, or he didn't have to pay because it was fraudulent. And you know what? Mm-hmm. It's a case. I mean, I've heard of the, what is it called, the temp, the Templar maneuver. Yes, yes, T- uh, Tapper. Tapper, 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 Tapper maneuver. Yeah. Tapper, Tapper, yeah. And um, <clears throat> he loses. Who's he? Tapper loses. Yep. Okay. Okay, Fred Penny, what's your belief on this case? By the way, the uh, the chief artist for this movie was someone with whom you are very familiar. Yes. And Ar- Arnold Freeberg. I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah. You, Cal knows that, and yeah. we're not going to say our no, secret that no, Cal I'm just, and I know. I'm just yes. saying he's a, he's a yes. really sought-after artist among certain circles. Yes. yes. Um, now, here's the thing. The, the question I have for you, Cal, is this. So there were multiple um, – <laughs> there were multiple <laughs> tablets. <laughs> the original one was – given to the director, correct? No. 
Who? Where, who who they, had the original one? They made a special set for the director. And remember, there were six sets that were used in the movie at various times. Okay, so so the six sets that they made at sometimes. Charlton Heston was touching them and using them. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so that way they could sell six of them. Yeah. And some of those, they went to the movie theaters as props in order to say, hey, look, this was one of the ones that was actually touched. Well, you know, you know when you go into movies and they yeah. have these great big posters promoting the upcoming right. features? Right. Well, they had you know, fiberglass tablets there with the ancient type script written on them for people to see and go, hey, but, that's cool. Yeah. But that's, those weren't... Okay, well, this is why I'm confused, Cal, and our, our listeners are confused. All right. Okay, so those ones that were in the movie theaters had nothing to do with these? No. Okay, because they just made probably thousands of they those. They were promotional them. items, got and, it, and the, the article I read said they made 24 of them for major markets. Gotcha, okay. okay. But the ones that were actually touched by Charleston Heston, there was about six. Yes, six sets. Six and sets. one was Cecil B. DeVille's. Yeah, yeah, right. But they made that one out of real stone. That was a separate presentation piece oh, for him. Gotcha. Oh, so he didn't, that wasn't part of what he bought? Correct. No. Oh, no, man. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so we've got, we've got these individuals, and he buys one of the six, correct, Cal? Yep, yep. And what? Where's the fraud? I, I mean, where, I mean, where's the fraud? They're saying it's because. Oh, that's a good okay, question. Okay, wait a minute. So he's saying he was defrauded, and the reason he was defrauded was because what? Cal, can you give me that answer or not? After the after you take oh. a guess, yeah, I'm sorry, it, it will give away the case, and I, I okay, the, no, the all right, it story. is a case. Excuse it's me. a case, and the answer is because we're coming up on time. We'll let Todd, uh, you know, put, take us out. But I'm going to say it. Uh, the Ten Commandments win. The ten, uh, the auction house. Yeah. Thou what shit. did you say? I said the guy wins. Okay, I'm gonna say auction house. Just wait, like wait. I'm trying you to said get the you said Tapper loses. Who's on? First? Oh, I did say Tapper loses. Yes. Yeah, so she so she says it's a case. Auction house wins. Tapper loses. And, yes. Okay. Now I'm gonna say Tapper wins. Thou I'm gonna do the not, opposite. Thou shall not bear false witness. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna pass it on to Todd. We've got very very right, little I'll, time I, left. I, I, I can be quick. Um, okay. So I'm gonna say this is a case. <laughs> And the reason I say Tapper wins is because ultimately they realize that contractually he could do what he did, which is why they now have a thing called the Tapper Clause to prevent that, because they didn't have anything then that would give them a legal justification, i.e. the auction house. So case, Tapper wins. Interesting. All right. So we will have the answer, Fred. Yeah, we'll be back after this with Cal is going to take us to break, and then we're going to have the answer after this. We are so glad you're listening to us here on Radio Law Talk and hope you'll stay with us as the big broadcast. And when you think about it, it is a big broadcast. When Excuse me, when the show continues, stay tuned. We'll be back. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick, quick car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog? The commercials and other announcements aired on... All right, you're listening to Radio Law Talk. I'm sorry about that, Fred. Now back to the show and to Denise, Todd, and Fred as well to wrap up Case or No Case. Yeah, Case or No Case. This yeah. is about... And we were talking during the break about, okay, what? I didn't quite understand this and that. And, they, and we all agreed that, well, Cal has to leave some stuff out because otherwise it would give it away. So this is about Cecil DeMille's famous, famous wonderful show that I still watch about every year. Oh, okay, ready? Moses, Moses, Moses. Yeah. A- Moses. ABC still plays it back every Easter weekend. But that's the saying. We always, yeah. oh, Moses, Moses, Moses. Famous performances. Famous three words. Iconic set design. Oh. Famous. It's an amazing story. I, I just have to ask, Fred, which character were you in, impersonating there? The, the, um... The Lord? No, no, no. Or his no, mom? No, 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 no not no. his mom. What's his, his, his wife's His name? stepmother. His stepmother. No, 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 or was no, no, that no, no. His... That's the, remember when he comes back. Oh, that's and, right. And he's working that's in right, the yeah. mud pits, and yeah. he comes up to, be, what's her name? Bathsheba, or what, what's, who's the woman that he, I think that loves Bathsheba's him? a different story. Okay, hold on, uh, come on. Let's do <laughs> that, that lady, it's, anyway. It's, it's not Delilah. No, no, he still had his hair. And, and he uh, says, I have to go lead the children of Israel, and she goes, Moses, Moses, Moses. Yeah, Moses, What's her name? What's the, she was Elizabeth or something. The future queen. Yeah, I'll uh, just make it up as I go. I don't oh, know. So it, it's, it's Drusilla. She was in a tower, had a long... Uh, no. Well, Rapunzel. Yeah. It was Rapunzel. I mean, and here I am studying the New Testament this year, and you think I would know I this would story. I know too. I know the New Testament, too. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Old Testament, sorry. Anyway. Old Testament, wrong Testament. Yeah. <laughs> Old Testament, people. I know. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks. Will, and, Will and Testament. I don't know. <laughs> it is a law show. It's the middle, it's, middle it's Testament. It's the big book. It's the big book. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the middle book Testament. bigger, right? All right, oh, so tell Denise, us tell us again. No, tell us again about the case. Okay, Mr. Tipper bid on some uh, prop movie props, the Ten Commandments, and uh, uh, he bid on that and another lot. He got the earlier, uh, the cheaper lot, and he paid for that. A Clark Gable letter. He got the possession of the Ten Commandments tablets, and then he refused to pay. 
And this maneuver uh, in Hollywood was was a brand new thing because they would give you the stuff and then they'd send you a bill. And he said, I ain't paying. And in fact, I don't want these because I overpaid. And they said, what do you mean overpaid? He said, well, $60,000, that was the price in the catalog, right? And, they, and he said, yes, but let me ask you this. If, in fact, I didn't pay too much, where is the underbidder? Where's the person who bid just less than me that pushed it up to $60,000? And the auction house said, well, um, well, now that's a secret, right? Translation, there was no underbidder, so he said Ooh. the price was fraudulently pushed up to $60,000, and therefore he wasn't going to buy them, and he did not. Uh, Tepper overbid. He knew it. He refused to pay, and so... Uh, it did go to court. As I'm reading this, yes. and I may not, it appears that the lot was withdrawn because of the claim by Tepper and sold at a later auction. No sales suit dismissed. And I mentioned to you several sets of these Ten Commandments were made. Some were from wood. Some were from fiberglass. The ones from granite for Cecil B. DeMille. And Todd, they, look up what happened to that those tablets. Yeah, and the Where lobby are. displays are still circulating around collectors around there. Right. You know, but... But that's so nobody what, won. Well, it well, was no. the lawsuit was dismissed. The suit tried to sue Mr. Tepper. So no, so, no. So the winner was the Tep Tepper won. The how the, 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 the Tepper or Tepper whatever. Tepper won. Lawsuit was dismissed. He had because no. yeah, the auction house sued him. They said we want our sixty grand and our oh, fee. That's us. And Tepper said, "You guys, you put up a fake shill. You tried to make me believe it, it was sixty thousand and and I I believe that cow. That is you know sometimes you wonder that you see those auctions and. Okay, who's the guy bidding on me? Is he really a bidder, or they set set it up? Exactly, right? and sometimes you wonder. And the, Mr. Tepper's opinion prevailed, and the auction house said, "Okay, we okay, we'll be quiet about this. Don't affect our reputation. Whatever you do, right. because such a thing would ruin." So Tepper's the new Tepper rule is you t you have to pay up front when you get it. Remember, now when you buy something at an auction, you've got to pay right there. Have the arrangements made. Sign the chit. You know, the little sheet they call a yep. chit. You sign that, and it goes right then. Because that's that's the rule that changed. You know, you buy it, it's yours. Wow. 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-L-A-W-R-A-D-I-O. That is 855-529-7234 is our phone number if you want to call in. Great case or no case, Cal. That one was excellent. Cecil DeMille is awesome. But, you know, I really do like um, Arnold Freeberg. Arnold Freeberg, who is the individual that painted all of the sets or almost mm. all the sets. If you go see the Ten Commandments paintings, because it wasn't just, you know, that was uh, Arnold Freeberg that painted it, and he was based out of Salt Lake City. Yeah, the big sweeping yep. designs where they're moving the pyramid, all that stuff. Yep. The backdrops for that were free. He was actually the assistant art director, right. but very quickly was promoted and worked on almost every Cecil B. DeMille film thereafter. That's crazy. Yeah. So according to Christie's.com, they do live auctions, a prop set of the fiberglass ten commandments. The one that's, that goes around to the to the so this, to the no, no, theater. The, no, no, the, the fiberglass may have been moved in the movie. They this may was the fiberglass the ones yeah. used in the movies. Got it. In November of two thousand one. Okay. Sold for eleven thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Wow. That's Still and pretty the, cool. And, and in nineteen sixties they paid sixty thousand? That tells you you yeah. got bid. Now up. now I will say this. Given yeah. the fact that it was in November, November eighteenth, two thousand one, I think that's a pretty important date. I do not know 
what the effects of 9-11-2001 had on ongoing auctions oh, two months later that might have had an impact. That point, point. Yeah. I, that's the only one I was able to find. 11000 does not like, sound like you a know lot what? of money. I'm hungry. I, I want a Reese's peanut butter cup. You know, oh, you I do. almost picked one up for you today, and I'm sorry. I was in the, oh, it was in the yeah. store grabbing so a diet do, soda, and I didn't So you do like certain candies. And would you do whatever it took, Denise, to eat that candy? Almost? I, I'm, I'm kind of sneaky about my candy. I, you know, if I have it, I don't really let people know that I have it. I put it in my this purse. No if you have it, you have to share. That's, <laughs> Fred brings in a donut, and he cuts it up into four pieces. I mean, come but on. But the key about that <laughs> candy. Then he gets it all. <laughs> I know Denise, when it comes to the candy, she will do anything to get that candy. And I've seen people and heard of people that have done that. Todd, have you ever heard of that before? Uh, people that will do things to get candy? Yes. Abs- look, there are people that are addicted to stuff. And when they're addicted, they will do whatever they can to secure that, even if even if they are in, shall we say, hard-to-import locations. I mean, you know, you can't go to court, for example, without going through metal detectors and things like that. If you get convicted of something and go to jail, depending on the facility and what they're looking for, some folks are even subject to strip search, but sometimes contraband does make it in, although if you're found with contraband in custody... Uh, You're looking at a felony in some jurisdictions. And if it makes it in, it's magical. Yes. (laughs) Tragic. And you can use contraband or you can use candy to get things. It it becomes currency, you know. Oh, that's true. So what we're talking about here is the biggest breaking legal news we believe. Now, Radio Law Talk News. Probably in the last five years or during probably one of the largest news uh, stories that it's a legal news story that we have talked about. And you ready for this? Yeah, ready for this. Do we have a drum roll for this? Or not? Uh, let me see if I can find. So I, I have a rim shot. I'm sure. I have, yeah, I've got yes, a drum okay. roll. Right, I, know, I know. I do. Let's Stand do by let's for the while. I'm going to do this one first okay, while I find it. Uh, oh, that's what, good. Yeah, well, that's a good one. Good. Okay, now stand so by. So here it is. Here's the drum roll. Here it is. There it is. Harvey Weinstein has been caught in jail with milk duds. What? Yep, he got brought in the contraband somehow. Uh, uh, milk duds, the jail and the courts. This is prior to his his court uh, hearing uh, and trial coming up in Los Angeles after he was uh, transported from New York where he was convicted. And now he's in jail in uh, Los Angeles waiting for his trial. And they found the contraband how, on him. How did it get in? Milk duds. But I'm, I'm worried about... This country, you know, we've got wars going on. We've got issues with, you know, all types of sickness and and masking questions and this question and that question. But the most prominent and important thing in the news right now that I understand is Harvey Weinstein's milk duds in the jail. What a tragedy. That's a travesty. And how this would happen, I don't know. Something needs to be done. But don't forget, here's the deal. The deal is his lawyers did come and visit him in jail, and we don't know how he got him. But don't forget, he was transported from New York to Los Angeles, 
And I wonder if on his private jet flight that they, they flew him on or where, however he got, excuse me, I'd like some milk duds, please, and uh, pass the uh, Perrier, please. I'm on my way to jail in Los Angeles. Wouldn't they be stale by now? No, oh. no, milk duds have a half-life, I'm oh, telling okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, milk, milk duds will, you know, with cockroaches, will survive anything <laughs> that would completely annihilate anything with a body weight over five pounds. So. Well, here's the, yeah. deal. here's the deal. We're going to follow this because this is tragic, and we're gonna, this could change the legal system for years to come, and we will follow this. When we come back after this big breaking news, I want you to relax and think about it. We'll talk about the Scott, Scott Peterson juror that's being cross-examined in the 20 years after his conviction. We'll be back. This milk dud story could go to the Supreme Court. Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming right up, right here on your local radio station and, of course, online at radiolawtalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal, and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. 
Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on credit worthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. This is no fun, just true. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O, info, info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Again, we like to talk during the break, and there's some, uh, and we'll like to bring up some of the stuff we talk about during the break. But this Scott Peterson trial, this was 20 years ago. He was convicted of uh, the death of his wife and unborn child, which they were going to call Connor. And what's amazing is now, 20 years later, there's a possibility of his case being overturned because of possible juror misconduct. And um, what amazes me is it's 20 years after the fact. I mean, it just takes forever, the legal process. And just think of the money it costs just for an individual to to appeal and to review stuff and to review every little thing that occurs on a case. And that's why Todd Cunin, our host, co-host here, that's a former prosecutor for the DA's office in Tennessee and in California and is a uh, uh, does uh, he had his own criminal practice. Uh, and, and now works for the the um, public defender's office. How he talks about the most important thing that he remembers as a DA is it's not about winning; it's about the truth coming coming forth. And 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 question didn't question, but always you know I guess admonish DAs. Remember, it's not about you; it's not about winning; it's about the truth coming out. And if you have to lose because there's something that's right, so be it. But in this case, how is it 20 years later we're still doing this and it and it looks like there's going to be some issues with this juror? Todd, you want to take this away? Or Denise, do you want to take it? Sure, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take this one. So the, the issue here, Scott Peterson obviously found guilty, sentenced to death. And in the state of California, once somebody receives the death penalty, it triggers an automatic appeal process that's really overseen by the Supreme Court of the state of California, because, I mean, that was instituted here in California under the idea that you, you, if there is a chance that somebody might not be might be not guilty or there was an anomaly or anything in the process, obviously, you you don't want to execute somebody 
if it later finds out, you later find out they are not guilty. And, and circumstances that spur that idea on are just Google any case where somebody was later exonerated because of DNA evidence that came forth that it wasn't there before, and they were on death row when they were exonerated. So because of that, California has the automatic appeals process. And in the Scott Peterson case, the defense during this appeals process raised issues with the conduct of the judge and certain things the judge allowed in during the jury selection process and also other evidentiary reasons. And the long and short of it is after a long appeals period within the last five years, the Supreme Court, California Supreme Court, overturned the death penalty in the Scott Peterson case. It was remanded to the lower court for resentencing, but the death penalty was taken off the table. He was resentenced to life without parole. Well, during the first appeals process, information about possible juror misconduct arose. Now, they, the defense sort of held that in their back pocket, thinking, okay, we might get a new trial based upon the current set of appeals that we have. If we don't, then we can always raise this issue about this juror. And the juror is, uh, they called her strawberry shortcake during the trial because she had red-colored hair. She had dyed it red. Uh, her name is Rochelle Nice. And this last week, Miss Nice was cross-examined by lawyers or a lawyer for Scott Peterson about her conduct during jury selection and whether or not she was forthcoming with information on the jury questionnaire. I have a question that was uh, I found interesting. I didn't really know the relevance. Um, they questioned her about a loan that another juror had given her, and I didn't understand why that was relevant. I think it's relevant because of this. What, what they're trying to show is that Miss Nice wanted to get on to this jury. There was another juror who had been dismissed previously who had claimed that while he was still on the jury, Miss Nice and this juror talked about how times are tough, finances are low, and we're going to get our payday if we write a book about this. And if it's just that one person talking about it, well, if another juror loaned her money, then that supports the she's down on her luck, she doesn't have money, which would the chain here lead to an incentive to want to get on the jury to write the book, which means that if she was less truthful, that's how she got on the jury. That's going to be the defense claim and why that would come in. And also be, came in at what point did this occur, before, during, or after? And she had said she had a hardship, and the judge, she was actually walking out pretty much, wasn't she, on said, I had a hardship. And they said, wait, don't we have a few other questions? Because she was thinking she wouldn't have been able to sit there for, I don't know, was this five months or whatever the trial was? Or, yes. And, and she lived with her mother and her boyfriend, and they were able to support her. She said, well, I guess I can you know, sit here on it. But th 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 just like you say, it's, just, it's another issue of, hmm, yeah. what, what, why did you go back on when if it was going to cause a quote hardship for you, you know exactly. Now, now listen. Um, a juror just can't say I have a hardship and they have to leave. The judge has to approve the dismissal based upon the hardship. And if the juror says anything along the lines of, "Well, it would be difficult, but not impossible for me to sit on the jury, and it won't affect my ability to be impartial." then most of the time the judge is going to keep that juror on as a potential juror and not release them. What's interesting is the judge did initially uh, dismiss her from the jury, and it was Peterson's attorney, Mark Garagos, right? It was uh, Garagos, Garagos or whatever, that called her back and got her put on the jury. And why? 
Did he do that because he thought she was a good juror, or did he do that because he knew that she had other motives and that would give them a way out perhaps later? Are you saying Mark Gallegos would have said, hey, maybe later this defective juror will give me cause for an appeal? Well, that's a thought. Just my thought here. I cannot imagine any attorney for a defendant, especially facing murder charges in a death penalty case, who somehow knew a person had filed a restraining order in a case that was very similar, who would have possibly been a victim of some sort of domestic violence. If an attorney believed that, I cannot imagine any thought, under any reason why an attorney would leave that person on as a juror, because that is a guilty vote waiting to happen. And they didn't know that. She, they didn't they, know. They, obviously, she... she wrote down nothing about any yes. prior issues, so he wouldn't have known that, I would think. Wouldn't the jury consultant have done a background check on these people to see what was going on? Uh, maybe, if they were able to get information. Yeah, it, that, yeah, you'd have to get that very quickly and have time to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a jury, usually when you're picking a jury, it's not, it's you don't get the time to know who, which jurors um, are going to be the last jurors you know, standing, if you will. Yeah. But here's the thing. The issue before the judge in these proceedings, it's a twofold question that the, that the defense has to prove and the judge has to decide. One, did she intentionally, did she lie so that she could get on the jury? And then second, did her prior history uh, have any effect on her deliberations? Now, if you read any or the deliberations of the other jurors, if, if she talked True. about it, if she talked about it, that's right. So if uh, if you read any of the articles written about the cross ex- or the examination of this juror over the past week, they'll all say things to the tune of, well, the attorney didn't get her to crack. They didn't shake her. They didn't get her to admit. Yes, I lied to get on the with this idea that somehow everything's like I'm going to date myself here, like the previous Perry Mason movies where the attorney had a, a just a minor witness on the stand who ultimately broke down and admitted they were actually the murderer and things like that. That's just not how cross-examination works, and it very rarely leads to those, those admissions. Well, aren't they talking about getting other witnesses to testify kind of against her? Well, they, they may because what she has testified to is – I answered truthfully, and it didn't sway my decision, okay? So they've locked her into her testimony that, look, I knew about it, didn't think it was a big deal, I was truthful, it didn't sway my decision, and then if there are other witnesses to call in to say, well, hold on a second, yeah, she knew that was any witness that can be called to show that her statements under oath in this proceeding were untruthful, that's how they make that pitch to the judge. Yeah, and their statements, she would say, that they're claiming, you know, we should get Scott for what he did to little Lacey and little the little man and the letters she wrote post-trial to Scott and sold them. Just kind of weird things. But the question is, the fact that she had been threatened before, and especially she was worried about her unborn baby uh, being injured prior to sitting on this juror, she probably should have mentioned that. She said she didn't know. She didn't think that would be an issue. We'll be back. Hour number two. We got a lot more to talk about. And another case or no case. This is Radio Law Talk. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. 
A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I have religiously taken the balance of nature. I haven't missed one day, and I'm loving the product. I feel better. My wife has noticed that I've felt better, and I've noticed that I want to get up and go piddle in the garage and, you know, do something that doesn't matter to anybody on earth but me, but I have the energy to where I want to do that. So I really think balance of nature is helping me. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.